Hey, welcome back, everyone. OTB in 365 for Tuesday, May 10th, 2022. I'm Jeff from Jeff Needs Sports. This is the Off the Ball Network's daily podcast. Uh, please go to Off the Ball Network's uh, social media, subscribe to everything we're doing, and uh, click that like button. That subscribe button on YouTube makes all the difference in the world. But most importantly, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And thanks for all the interaction um, that, that you guys give us. It's, uh, it's awesome. You're the best. So, uh, you know, have some coffee, trying to rethink the thoughts of last night. And um, it, it, it was a fun night in basketball. It was kind of one of these, um, you know, the playoffs are we're so deep into the playoffs right now that it's like you get caught up in the stats and everything. And then the overwhelming thought is all like, it's so simple. It's so simple. All that matters is winning. You know, both, both the losers last night controlled their games until very late. And, um, but they walked out, you know, they walked out of the building, uh, losers, uh, not losers as people or anything like actually lost the game. And that's, that's a negative connotation these days, but, um, yeah, so that that was the thing. It, the playoff basketball, it's a, it's just the one team figures out a way to get the win, and that's one hundred percent all that matters. That's it. Like you know, it's. I'm not saying you can't have great effort and a loss, but the problem is you only have so many games, and uh, it, you can't. There's not there's not enough time to learn. There's not enough time to grow as a team. You know, like say for Men- Memphis figured out some things last night in a loss, and now they're down three one. It's too late. So we'll get into that here in a second. So um, now here we go. Let's start off with. Uh, hey, it's Horford Day. <laughs> so if you don't know, uh, the Celtics beat the Bucks last night, and it, it was a it was a terrific game. Uh, the Bucks were in charge the, the majority of the game. I mean, they were they were they weren't like blowing the Celts out, but they had the lead. Giannis was being Giannis or whatever. And then the Celtics come up with a fourth quarter for the ages. I believe they came into the quarter down 10 and they scored 43 points in the fourth quarter led by 15 year veteran Al Horford. Al Horford had 30 points last night uh, by far. Like most people are considering it, not, not just me, the experts, everybody considered it the best game of his entire career. He went 11 for 14 field goals in the game. Uh, 30 points to, and, and that's that's exactly what you need from a true pro. The Celtics get the win late. Um, you know, the story for me was Drew Holiday. Now, I want to I want to preface this by saying I love Drew Holiday. I tweeted out last night. He reminds me of these these point guards like the Mark Jacksons, and if you want to say Starks, um, you know, these guys back in the 90s, uh, you know, Stockton, all these guys that were they called them floor generals at the time. You know, just tough. You know, just hard-nosed guys. You know, played really good, made big shots, and most of most of the series has been pretty good. With the uh, the first half of the series, the, the last two games, his shot has fell off. So last night, you know, Drew goes five for twenty-two, and to me, that's the story of the game. Like everything worked the same, but then if the guy doesn't knock down those opportunities, you know, that 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 was the difference. And it's uh, th- this this game they really missed Chris Middleton. He's he's out. Uh, for the series, and they really missed him in this game. This this is one I think they easily win with Middleton in there, but they didn't. That's that's my whole point. <laughs> they did not win the game. The series is two two. It's best of three now. I have I, I have zero, zero doubts that it's going to go seven. Just just awesome. And this is another thought I have. Like full disclosure, I've hated the Celtics my entire lifetime. 
Uh, I, you know, I was born in 75, so I had the 80s, you know, had the Showtime versus Celtics war. I went, I was full Showtime. And so I've never liked the Celtics. I didn't like them through the Pierce Garnett years. This is the first Celtics team that I like. Now, I'm not saying I'm rooting for the Celtics. I, like if my heart just naturally pulls against them, but I like this team a lot. I like the way they play Tatum last night. You know, when he, he his skill set's just off the charts, his playoff skill set, like big shots, big rebounds, big steals. He made a he made a shot last night. There was no foul call, and it was unbelievable. I mean, it was Jordan-esque. He just th- – this guy has figured it out and is is going to be on a run for probably – probably the next 10 years is uh, Jason Tatum is going to be up there with the greatest players in the game. But just, just, a, just a lot of fun and – um it was it was awesome. It was awesome. It's fun to watch. So, uh, but you know, I'll, I'll take more basketball. I'll take a Celtics win to get more basketball. So then, go, the Golden State game. What a weird game. John Morant's out. He got hurt the other night. We uh, we all know about the whatever happened with that injury. Uh, he got hurt. He's out for tonight. So you assume Golden State's going to blow him out of the water. Golden State scored 142 points the other night. So, and you think now, now without jaw, like Memphis is going to be better. Yeah, they were Memphis. Memphis leads the game until under a minute. Golden state didn't get their first lead of the game until under a minute, but they held on. They made some free throws. Golden state gets out of there with the win. You know, it's another one of these things. Great defensive effort from the Grizzly. They figured some things out. They started pushing the play inside and taking, taking a, what is a smaller golden state team and physically, you know, you know, make it, making them work, getting it inside and getting buckets, which is, you know, some people would say they should have done that from the get go. I don't know. I, I would, I'm not smart enough to know what the game plan should have been. Um, but the story of the day, it did not matter. Memphis got lost or down three, one in the series. And that that's hard to come back from, especially with jaw, if jaws, you know, you, you know, out, uh, another 30 from Steph. Great. It's just Steph, just Steph being Steph. He just just knows how to win playoff games. Yeah, first first player ever with 500 three-pointers in playoff history, like total. Obviously not last night. That would be a record. But um, shout out to SVP. But uh, yeah, another another great game by Steph. Uh, and, and they did what they had to do. They just kept kind of kind of you know, fighting, hanging around, you know, Draymond getting, you know, crucial defensive plays and it was enough. It was, that's basically what it boiled down to. It's enough. Again, one team walks out with the win. That's all that matters. You know, erase the slate and start again. Pretty cool. Um, pretty cool game. So, uh, that series is three, one now we'll see what happens going forward. Obviously, you know, it's, uh, I, it's a growing experience for Memphis. Like I think the overall playoff experience, if they if they can't come back, is going to be a good one. That they have a lot to build on for next year. But that doesn't help you in the, the playoffs, does it? So yeah. So another great, great <laughs> amazing thing has happened in sports. I don't know if anybody knows about what's going on with the Cincinnati Reds this year. So if you don't know, long story short, they are the were just basically about the worst team in baseball history through the first couple months of the year they have a lo and behold the last two games that they beat by um my despised milwaukee brewers two games in a row the reds have a two-game winning streak they have six total wins on the year they're on fire who knows maybe they're going to turn it around maybe they've figured it out but shout out to the cincinnati reds because I, I live here in central ohio i know a lot of reds fans and i've been they've been living in where they've pretty much just been dying with this team all year and the embarrassment of it. So shout out to the Reds for a two-game win streak. Hey, it's it's something. You got to start somewhere. 
Hey, that's the theme of today. All that matters is the win. <laughs> so go Reds, I guess. But full disclosure, I'm a Cubs fan, so right, don't go too hard. But go Reds because, you know, Cubs, Cubs, Cubs raised the W flag last night. So uh, it's, it's a win-win. Uh, so then, okay, so, uh, yeah, that's the games. NBA playoffs are, you know, awesome. Everything's going great. Another, another great night. Uh, the NHL was a little less last night. I know you, <laughs> you love my NHL updates. They played playoff games last night. Uh, the Avalanche eliminated the Predators for nothing. Uh, that was cool. Two of the series are, you know, at two two now. So uh, the, the NHL playoffs are rolling. There's still seven series going all at once. You know, probably for uh, it's going to be another few days. So um, again, they're awesome. I have no idea what happened, but uh, I'm sure they're great, and I'm sure the fans are loving it. So go NHL. And uh, so so something that came up. This was my timeline yesterday. We talked about my timeline from time to time. And uh, what's 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 coming across and what I'm noticing, what's what's the conversation and with, with you know, what you combine like the way uh, Giannis has been officiated in the playoffs, you combine the, the flagrant, you know, Draymond getting thrown out, you know, the Brooks, you know, uh, taking off um, Peyton's head, all these things. And then you have the, um, the the play on jaw where they didn't, you know, they didn't throw a pull out all these things, you know. So it's culminated. And then, so my timeline yesterday is just full of NBA refs are the, the worst refs in sports and on and on and on and on. Now, here, here's the thing. We've been, I've been seeing people call the NBA the worst refs in sports forever. So, which means maybe this is just how the NBA is going to be officiated. Uh, I think we're asking too much for tomorrow all of a sudden the NBA is just going to have different officiating. It, it may not happen. And then my point was, you know, when you, when you say NBA officiating is the worst in all the sports, but I will say this, the, the, what the NBA officials deal with is unique. Basketball is, you know, is the most concentrated sport. I mean, you have five freakish athletes, you know, on the, on a, on a small playing surface all at once. The, the game is moving constantly. So the difference in the NBA and say like, let's come, I mean, let's just do the obvious comparison compare it to the NFL, the NFL, the ref looks, they snap the ball. You've got five to 10 seconds to, to, to evaluate it. And then it's over. And then you have, you know, 20 seconds of, of dead time. So maybe in an NFL game, the, the refs are actually officiating maybe 20 minutes of action, live action. As to where in the NBA, in two hours, if the players are moving, there can be a foul call. There is no, there is no, uh, you know, there, there's no dead ball. Like it's, if you're, if they're moving, a foul can be called. So for all 48 minutes of an NBA game, you can call a foul on something. So obviously, and then in that, and it, Combine that with you have, you know, six foot ten guys running ninety mile an hour all over the place, and and again you can call penalties you know that are away from the ball. You can call them everywhere. Like I say, if a player's moving, it's a penalty. So if you look at the percentage of what NBA refs have to have to officiate, it's it's a it's 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 impossible. Now I agree that they they miss a ton and. And then now, then you factor in HDTV and slow motion replay. Like, yeah, they're going to miss a ton. It's going to look really bad. So I don't, I don't argue with the misses and and what could have been changed and all that. And I and I said this, yeah. Well, in the eighties and nineties, 
you could barely read the scoreboard on your television, let alone have slow-mo instant replay to see if a ball went off a guy's fingernail, um, you know, if it bounces off his shoe, if a guy, you know, grabs a jersey. You know, imagine how much jersey grabbing was happening in, you know, in the 70s when, guess what, basketball wasn't on television. So was the officiating – better or did could we just not see it can we not evaluate it like we do now so i'm i i can't i can't believe that you know all the fans can be right and that the nba this multi-billion dollar you know industry is like i had noticed that our refs are bad you know what we should look into that has anybody watched the refs lately i i just can't believe that that's what's happening uh, yeah okay call me naive whatever but it's just that just doesn't that just doesn't sit right with me i don't know i think the officiating and a lot of the officiating is based on who you're pulling for in a game let's just be honest most officiating most bad officiating comes from people who don't like the way the game is going i'm not saying there aren't neutral people i'm not saying that you can't evaluate it but i'm saying that a lot of officiating i see is that's a terrible call and then I look and I'm like, well, you wanted the other team to win. That's a natural thing. We all do it. I'm a huge Ohio State fan. I'm the first one if there's a holding call to complain about it because I'm emotionally tied to it. So I get it. I'm not saying there's, it's not a negative, but if we're going to evaluate refs, we have to evaluate how much we care about the game. Because you know what we don't talk about is like, for instance, I don't see a lot of buzz on not no no insult here. Just the viewership is down. You don't see the talk about WNBA officiating. It's early in the season. Not as many people are watching on TV. The games aren't in the playoffs or anything yet. That, that, but I'm sure that if we went back and watched the game in slow-mo, we could complain about WNBA refs. That's that's my point here. So I don't know. That's just my thought on it. I I, I didn't get anywhere with that. I was just It was just um, kind of bugging me yesterday. So I thought I'd share it with you guys. There you go. And so then I'm going to try something uh, Try something new here with the, with the daily, with 365. And I kind of come up with a question of the day to spurn some conversation, uh, maybe, uh, you know, um, what I want to say, inspire people, you know, give, give, give something to talk about besides whatever craziness they saw in the news that morning. So this hit me last night. I'm watching, you know, I'm watching Giannis play and he reminds me so much. I can't think of like, I don't know how to describe him. I keep saying like, he's this weird, com- he's this great combination of like, sometimes it's like he's Abdul Jabbar. Sometimes he's got a little shack in him to where he just like backs the guy into the post and just spins and dunks it a little Wilt Chamberlain. And then sometimes it's Kevin Durant. I, I don't know what to make. This guy is awesome. That's there's a reason he's called the freak. So then it hit me. So if you had to start a franchise right now, this is what I'm asking you people. If you had to start a franchise right now, would you take 2022 Giannis or would you take 95 Shaq? Because young 95 Shaq, you could see the writing on the wall that nobody was going to be able to stop him for 20 years, and they didn't. And that's that's just what came up as far as dominance and as far as his his skill set his skill set out it travels like there's not a there's not a weakness in it because of size, speed, talent, technique, smarts, all that. Like both these guys were, were, were locked in superstar Hall of Famers, no doubt about it. So that's what I ask you today. Uh, who, who you take, 2022 Giannis or 95 Shaq? I, I'd love to hear your comments and thoughts on that. And um, I'll co- I'll come back tomorrow with a little recap and m- maybe uh, something else. So uh, that's it for the day. Thanks for hanging with me. Thanks for sticking with me. Uh, thanks for having my coffee with me. Number, you know, I record this pretty early. But it makes me feel better for the day. This kind of is my coffee. And um, I appreciate everybody that's listening. Again, 
offtheballnetwork.com. You know, go to all, go to our social medias, hang out with us, and uh, hit that subscribe button on YouTube. You know, I'm there every. If you listen to this audio, we also I also do the. Yeah, you know, it's on YouTube every day. It's on my Facebook, it's on my Twitter every day. Because uh, I'm at Jay Hunt 006 on Twitter, by the way. Uh, get at me. Um, so that's it. I'm Jeff. I want you to have a great day. And 06, OTB at 365 is out.